Hey friends, before we hop into today's episode, I just want to make sure you're aware of In His Image Wellness Collective. It is a group that I run where we are focusing on stewarding our wellness for the Lord. Yes, not chasing body image, not chasing scales, but really making decisions about our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being with a kingdom lens. We do workouts, we do meal plans, we do devotions, we meet weekly for prayer via Zoom. It is incredible and you want to be a part of it. So make sure you send me an email and I'll give you all the details. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it's Carla here. Welcome to another episode of Affirming Truths. Now, I know most of you know this, but if you didn't know this about me, I am Canadian and today is Canadian Thanksgiving. So yes, I've eaten all the turkey and all the trimmings this weekend with family and I'll say I enjoyed it. (laughs) Family family holidays and get-togethers always require a lot of boundaries and a lot of leaning on Jesus. But that is for another episode. What I really want to talk about today for Thanksgiving is, well, Thanksgiving. Did you know that thankfulness comes up at least 71 times in the New Testament alone? Guys, here is one thing you need to know about studying the Bible. When you see repetition, you need to stand up and take notice. Thankfulness is an ongoing theme. Devote yourself to prayer. Be watchful and thankful, we read in Colossians 4.2. But it's not just the New Testament. Thankfulness is found in the Old Testament too. We see it a lot in the Psalms, like... Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalms 106 verse 1. And you know, it can be easy in the good times to be thankful when all of our needs are being met, when all of our goals are being achieved, when there's harmony in the family, when we're feeling healthy, where everything is going towards our plans and our designs, it's easy to be thankful. Easy, but we sometimes forget it, right? We sometimes forget on the mountaintop to cry out to God and praise him in thanksgiving. But it can be hard in the valley, to see thankfulness. It can be hard in the struggle to be thankful. It can be hard when there's financial stress and relation stress. And when, like for me with my mental illness, when my depression is taking over, 
it can be so hard to find gratitude. It can be so hard to naturally posture ourselves in a heart frame and mindset of gratitude. You know what I love though about God? That his will for us leads to good things. It leads to good things. Like there are scientific and psychological studies about the benefits of gratitude. And we see that gratitude enhances our positive emotions. It drowns out anxiety and depression. Benefits of gratitude increases our self-esteem. And when we base our gratitude on God, it actually increases our God confidence, right? It creates a spirit of generosity because it gives us an abundant mindset. It has physical repercussions, positive ones, reduces blood pressure, improves sleep. It literally boosts our immune system to be in a posture of gratitude. You see, when God calls us to do something, when we are walking in alignment with God's will, when we are living the way he has called us to live, there is benefit that even the secular world can't deny. You know, the self-help world may want to claim ownership of this idea of attitude of gratitude, but it is biblical. God calls us to thanksgiving. God commands us to have a heart of thanksgiving. God tells us, we see this in First Thessalonians, can't talk today, 518, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In all circumstances. That means right now, while I'm struggling because I can't move and I can't drive and I can't exercise and I can't make my own meals and my depression is overwhelming and I'm not as connected with Caleb because I'm missing out on our mom and teenage son chats in the car when it feels like I've lost control of everything, all stemming from this knee surgery, I am called to give thanks. When I keep dropping the ball on my business activities, on my my home care and homemaking, when I'm dropping the ball on all the expectations I put on myself, I'm called to Thanksgiving. During the worst parts of my marriage, when I didn't think that my marriage would survive, I was called to Thanksgiving. Now, here's the reality. I haven't always been quick to answer that call. And because of that, living outside the world of God, I struggled more. My depressions lasted longer. My anxieties overwhelmed me. I used to be constantly sick. My relationships had strain in them. I was less generous with my time and my money. I had this victim mindset that everything always happened to me and the world was against me. And yes, even while I was a Christian, I sat in that posture. 
And maybe you're finding yourself there right now. Maybe you're finding yourself struggling to praise God. Maybe you're finding yourself struggling to trust God. Maybe you're finding yourself struggling to see hope. Can I tell you that when we turn our eyes to a place of gratitude, those things overflow in our life? We get more joy, we get more peace, we get more boldness, we get more confident, we get more solution-oriented, and not in, in on our own controlling the solutions, but working with God and getting insight from God and being led by the Holy Spirit. We become more creative. We're made in the image of God. God is a creative God. He made us with the ability to be creative problem solvers. But when we're stuck in, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Everything always happens to me. We miss out on seeing the solution, which often involves us having to have a change of heart and a change of attitude. The benefits of gratitude are far-reaching, friends. But oh, it's so hard. I mean, it's easy to say, get an attitude of gratitude, right? Part of me wants to roll my eyes at that, right? It sounds cliche, but I know in the depths of my depression, it's hard to be thankful. I know that in my times of despair, when anxiety is creeping up, when I feel like my, my world and my life is spinning out of control, it's hard to be thankful when I keep missing goals and I see my husband stressed about finances. It's hard to be thankful, but you want to know something that I noticed as I was going through the word and looking at all the different places in the Bible where it talks about Thanksgiving. It is usually coupled with prayer and praise. You see, our gratitude sometimes needs to be primed by praising God, by going to him in prayer, not with requests, but to praise him because he's holy, because he's almighty, because he has gone before me and made all the crooked ways straight. Because of his love for me, he went to the cross and died that I could be free of the bondage of sin and death. Oh, when I start praising God, when I start lifting my voice up and saying, holy God, you are so worthy, Lord God. It doesn't matter my situation or my circumstance because you see me and you have promised victory and my coming glory is in you. Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you, Lord God, that your kingdom will come. When I start priming my heart and praise and prayer, the gratitude starts flowing out. It's not just a, a checkbox off my list. Okay, be, great, be grateful today. No. It's communing with my Lord and Savior. It is counting my blessings. It is seeing and being a, a detective and looking at his handprint all over my life. It is recognizing that closed doors and no's and the things that seem like rejection are ultimately God's redirection because he has promised to work all things out for our good and his glory. Oh, 
when I start to tap into praise, when I start to pray to the Lord just to magnify his name, I can't help but be empowered by the Holy Spirit to cry out in gratitude, to cry out in thanksgiving. Because even if he does nothing else for me, he did it all on the cross. And this world is not the end. I have a soon coming king. Now that doesn't take away our trials. God never said our trials were going to disappear when we accepted Jesus. No, he said that we would have trials, but he told us to take heart because he has overcome the world. That is something to be grateful for. That is something to raise your voice in praise for. That is something to get down on your knees and pray a prayer of thanksgiving to God. And sometimes people get stuck on how to do gratitude, right? Because there's the truth about anything in our spiritual life. There's a truth in every command that God gives us. There's a truth in every um, aspect of Christian living that we have to perform. It takes intentionality. It takes intentionality. Our human nature is so easy to do what is not in our benefit, but quick and easy. Our human nature is so easily turned towards the world's way that we have to get intentional and discipline ourselves, right? We have to work in partnership with the Holy Spirit to work out our faith and sanctification. So we have to get intentional. And I want to provide you three different ways to start practicing gratitude in your life. And maybe one of these ways will really resonate with you. And what I hope even more, start a ripple effect in your family. The first one is gratitude journaling. This is actually my favorite way of doing it. I incorporate into my Bible study time. I do my Bible study, I prayer journal, and in that prayer journaling, I journal my gratitude, what I'm thankful for. And I intentionally aim to say three things that I'm thankful for. And I've learned to be very specific to the moment at hand. When I first started thinking about gratitude, I'd be like, well, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my house. But I've learned that while those things are good, God shows up in the itty bitty details of our life. And so I've learned through my gratitude journaling to be grateful for those itty bitty ways he seems to show up. I'm grateful on cold mornings when the sun shines through my window while I'm in Bible study and I can feel the warmth. I am grateful on those days I'm extra tired and my husband brings me a cup of coffee out of love, right? That's one of his love languages towards me is service. I am grateful for those times driving in the car where my son opens up and we have amazing discussion where I get to know him better. I am grateful that in the pit of my despair during suffering through depression, I get a random text of encouragement from a friend. 
I am grateful for those things. And I have found that getting into the practice of starting each day with what I'm grateful for and writing it down specifically has been so encouraging. It sets my eyes and my focus on looking for God to show up, expecting God to show up. You know, what you focus on grows when you stop focusing on the bad and the hard, not that they don't exist and not that we're playing ignorant, but if we instead focus on God's goodness and how he's showing up, it changes things. It changes us. So gratitude journaling is one of the ways you can start practicing gratitude in your life. The other way is to do gratitude mapping. Think of a vision board where you put goals and hopes and dreams. A gratitude mapping is quite similar to that, where you, if you are a visual person, you create a board of the things that you're grateful for. And every morning or every evening, you look at this board and pause and reflect and practice gratitude over those images that you see. It's a great way to get emotionally connected to your gratitude, right? When you see a picture of your kids, when you see a picture of your parents, of your home, of your dog, if you see a picture, you know, representing the the hard times that God is seeing you through, when you can visually see that. It brings you back to what's important. It brings you back to how God's showing up in those main areas of your life. So gratitude mapping is a great visual way to do it. The other way, the third way is a gratitude jar. And this is something that's easy to get the whole family involved in. Every day, write one thing down that you're grateful for, or throughout the day, as you have moments of gratitude, write it down and stick it in the jar. It's so fun to get the whole family involved in that. And then on something like New Year's Day, going through your gratitude jar of the last year and seeing how many things God blessed you with and how many ways God showed up is such a great experience and a great thing to do with kids. If you want to start instilling this attitude of gratitude at a young age, if you want to start instilling this perspective of seeing God through the struggle and looking for his fingerprints every day, a gratitude jar is such a fun way to go. So Gratitude journaling, gratitude mapping, gratitude jar. There is no excuse not to intentionally do gratitude. God has called us to it. He has provided so many tangible benefits in practicing it. And there are so many different ways to implement it. And so your affirming truth today is I will be a person of gratitude And I want to call it Colossians 3.12. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So no matter what you do, no matter where you're going, no matter what you're facing, in all circumstances, give thanks to God the Father through Jesus Christ. Guys. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving 
and tell me, reach out to me, DM me on Instagram, which one of these three gratitude practices are you going to start implementing in your life? I want to hear it. I'll talk to you later. Hey friends, before you go, I want you to know about a resource I have for you. If you struggle with replacing lies with truth, if you struggle with a negative mindset and really rooting your identity in Christ, I want you to go check out my Who You Say I Am biblically-based affirmation cards. They're a great way to learn what God has to say about you, to combat lies and replace it with the truth of the word. You can find them at my website or in the link below. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.